Talk Radio. Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. Damn, they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful. Well, 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 here we go. It is time for our show. The Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Was a joke and, so you and my theme song, They're Coming to Take Me Away, doesn't that sum up this whole since March COVID-19 situation? What a mess. What a mess. The American, and I'm not usually political, uh, I'm an independent, more of a libertarian. Uh, I, find li- I find Democrats and Republicans both greedy and useless. But, like, diarrhea necessary to get the toxins out of your system? I don't know. There's a, you know. Anyways, what a mess. All the sports cancel. The NBA, NHL, no baseball. I don't know about football. Uh, They were talking about bringing them back, all these sports, but now I don't know if they're going to. Let's turn my song off here. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. They're coming to take me away. They might be. I don't know. Since March, what March Madness really turned into March Madness. No NCAA basketball. Now, I'm a big Celtics fan. You all know that. And I love NBA. And that was bad enough. But no March Madness. No no betting on the slots. No, no pages to fill out. Uh, no brackets to do. Wow. What a mess. COVID-19 brought to you by China. Oh, yeah, you're very welcome. Oh, that sounded like Kim Jong-un, who, by the way, is on another nasty mood. He's blowing up stuff and on the border. A lot to talk about. I'm not sure I can do it all in one show. We get Iran acting up, uh, close to making a nuclear missile. I looked it up, how close they are, and no one's quite sure. Uh, they say maybe five, ten years, but maybe sooner. Of course, Kim Jong has already got one. you got China and India fighting over border disputes. They both have nuclear missiles. What a mess. Like I said, Kim Jong, I'm very unhappy. No one paying attention to me with the COVID-19 going around. We had a cure for COVID-19. It's called 9mm to the head. <laughs> That's not very funny, Kim Jong. Lots of movies to talk about. Of course, the, the indoor movie theaters, they're all kind of shut down, have been since like late March. But the drive-in theaters have been doing good. They've been sold out. They've been pre-selling tickets. Uh, Hollywood's not releasing a whole ton of of movies because I think they're waiting, you know, to hopefully have a summer bash. And then, of course, we get the riots because of the uh, Black Lives Matter and the police violence and shootings and strangulations and all this. Oh, what a mess. I don't know, maybe the, the answer is, and I've posted this on Facebook, is to have uh, all police departments uh, be black, especially in the cities. At least 80% black with black police chiefs and sergeants and monitors and investigators. So this would be cut way back. So if it does happen, it's at least a black person in a uniform that's doing it. So they won't hate Whitey so much. But anyways, uh, it's a real mess out there, folks. Uh, 
it's a real mess and uh, like I said I'm not sure I can cover everything here in one show I had a two two or three page list because uh, I've been cutting back my shows because studio time is hard to get because um, to get in the studio everything's pushed back and then of course being a road comic all the shows canceled since uh, pretty much March April May um, that sucked and I was working on some new stuff and some new ideas and had to put that in the closet uh, on the back shelf, so to speak. I was looking forward to doing some new stuff uh, with my good friend and comedian, Boston, now living in Belfast, Maine, Freddie Stone. Yeah, I'm hand for Freddie Stone. Oh, I also promised to give a word out to my good friend, uh, Barry Carmichael. We used to call him D Dangleberry. And he took it really good. He was a good sport. And Barry's a good guy. I used to work with him when I was teaching in the TV and uh, video store back in the um, middle to late 80s, early 90s. And he's a good guy. Know his family. So here's our shout-out to you, Barry, that I promise. Barry, Dingleberry Carmichael from Holton, Maine, Littleton, somewhere around here. Like I say, we coming, we're doing this show from the great northeast uh, where we've had a really strange summer so far. It was a long winter. We actually had a couple snowstorms in April, late April, and one in May. And I had like a foot of snow in late April, which is really odd. The grass was starting to turn green and bang, like 13, 14 inches of snow. So it was an odd, uh, the winters here are very seldom what you'd call mild. They're always harsh. It's either wind, snow, ice, freezing rain, or all the above. I think back in 80, 81, 82, when I first started teaching and coaching, we had a couple mild winters in a row where we hardly got any snow. And uh, spring came early, but that, that doesn't happen much here. The bugs are out, the grass is growing, the bees are around. And um, it's been, we had a couple 94, 95 degree days. And then, But it gets into the 30s at night. It was like 34, 35 the other night. So I guess what you'd call like desert weather where you freeze your ass off at night and you boil during the day. But the days have been nice. And we've been outside playing basketball with uh, all, our, all our, our crew. I'll mention them sometime. But mostly it's my cousin Steve Moran, ex-Army, uh, 20, 23 years almost. And Isaiah General, high school player, Caleb Solomon. All fine players. Um, I'll talk about that sometime, but uh, I want to talk about this new cream, and they're not a sponsor of mine, but it's called Voltarian. It's a new arthritis cream that used to be prescription, and I've tried everything. I've tried, uh, you know, from Absorbing Junior, which works pretty well, to Bengay, to Icy Hot, to uh, the uh, stuff with lidocaine in it, the different creams with lidocaine, which used to be prescription too. And those in lidocaine pain patches, but they all work good. But this uh, Voltarian is the best. It's uh, you put a little bit on, and even the kids and other players have, have noticed how much better I'm moving and walking around with no stiffness and no pain. And uh, granted, I'm not uh, 22 again and playing up by the rim, but um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm able to move and without uh, stiffness. And uh, before, during, and after, I apply it, and it has no harsh smell. They're not a sponsor of mine, although I wish they would. I talked to the company today, so maybe they will be, but uh, we'll have to see. But anyway, this is the Toxic Wise Show, and again, I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. 
doing my show from the great northeast and we haven't had any really riots here but they've been trying to burn down the good old usa i saw a poll where american pride and i'm proud to be american and we're not perfect let's not get let's not be you know have any disillusions there's no utopia there's no perfect place that i know of at least on here on earth and when people talk about heaven and earth i always say earth, uh, heaven and hell I always say, Earth is an example of both. You have the best of the best, and you can have the worst of the worst. War, terror, murder, death, disease. But you have beautiful weather, beautiful places, love, uh, beautiful ladies, and, and uh, comedy, and all kinds of good foods. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the good with the bad. So this is Earth. And... Uh, America is part of it. We're not perfect. We've had our troubles. We will have troubles again. But uh, let's hope that everything kind of simmers down and economically we can get back to uh, doing what we do. Like I said, the com comedy world has, was hit hard. And the big-time comedians, they got pushed back. So the middle guys, the middle comedians like me, um, we get pushed back even further because now all the big, uh, and rightfully so, all the big names like uh, Larry the Cable Guy and guys like that, they're, they're all taking all the shows because everything's been pushed back and there'll be limited shows, probably with limited audiences. And that's, that's depending upon if this uh, virus doesn't come back and bite us in the ass again. So we'll have to see about that. But um, anyways... I don't know. I just, um, I kind of, uh, I kind of feel like dancing, don't you? just keep on dancing in a prance and that's a good old song and uh, that's from the gentries I think 64 65 something like that oh I love that song yeah I had my good old my bicycle with my uh, Transistor radio, listening to that, jamming to that uh, back in the late 60s and uh, early 70s. My banana. Did you have a banana bike, you uh, you uh, baby boomers like me? I had a purple banana bike. Got it from Western Auto. I think it was 39.99, which would be like uh, you know, 150 bucks by today's money. But uh, got it and enjoyed it. And handed it down to my cousin Chris, who wrecked it. But anyways, uh, those were the days. And so I hope the good old days will be coming back. Uh, and I hope they, uh, I, I guess they're working on a, a vaccine in Oxford, University of Oxford in England. They say they think they have one. Although with all the riots and the trouble going on, they haven't talked about it that much. And hopefully they get another uh, economic package out to people who are having trouble paying their bills and their mortgage and their rent and their car payments. Uh, I saw a thing said that 
15 million people didn't make a uh, or, or way behind on their credit cards. I am thankfully not. I have uh, two Capital One cards that I keep current. I've had them for 22 years. I was late on one of them once, and that was because uh, something happened and I didn't get it in and it went to another place or something. But I had to pay the penalty. But I've been late once in 22 years on both those cards, so not a bad record. So you just can't go crazy. It's like gambling. You have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them and all that crap. Uh, Kenny Rogers, who, by the way, passed away some time ago. Uh, very sad. I liked his song. Wasn't a big Kenny Rogers fan, but big enough. I, I did uh, like the movie The Gambler and some of the westerns he was in. And we'll talk about shows and TV and movies and stuff like that. But I, like I said, Hollywood's kind of holding back on on uh, some big premieres and releases. Is it going to be a good World War II battleship movie about Germany, I think, coming out? And I'm going to be looking forward to that. I've been watching um, History Channel. They had a show about General Grant, like a two- or three-part series that was very good on Ulysses S. Grant. And now they're doing one on World War II with Churchill, Roosevelt, Truman, and Uncle Joe Stalin, my good friend from Russia. Uncle Joe, how are you? But anyways, that call me bastard. But anyways, uh, he was uh, Stalin, you know, and I've taught history for over 20 years. He was actually worse than Hitler, just as bad. He killed millions of his own people. Although Hitler did too, but kind of unintentionally, semi-unintentionally, he thought he was going to conquer the world. But Stalin had the great purges where he starved people by selling all the produce and all the vegetables and all the products. And people in the countryside especially starved. And that was before World War II even started. But anyways, uh, this is the Toxic Wise Show. We're going to try to bring you some good news as much as we can find and also some laughs. So, uh, you know, let's uh, keep a positive face out there. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. And like I said, hopefully things get back to semi-normal fairly soon. Well, everybody made it through the 4th of July. wasn't quite a... Excuse me, I had my uh, headphones on backwards. <laughs> Yes, we do screw up here at the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Quite a bit, actually. You know, I always used to wonder why everything went so perfect, like on shows and things. But there's a lot of safety measures, a lot of precautions. Uh, you know, they have a cough buttons, and they can edit, and they can bleep out. And we have that here, too. But, you know, just to be honest, when I make a mistake... I usually admit it. Not always, but usually. And so we made it through the 4th. There were some parades and some fireworks. Uh, not the usual uh, big time. Like in the, our little town here, we usually have a carnival that comes. You know, not huge, but, you know, shows and vendors and things like that. And it didn't happen this year. But they still had fireworks, and they were pretty nice. Uh, they were on the Facebook page, Mark Chaplin. Facebook.com, whatever. You can see them. I posted them up. And COVID seems to be going up and down, the COVID-19. Um, they said, Dr. Fauci, or as I call him, Dr. Farchi, said that uh, this would pretty much dissipate over the summer. 
in hot areas sunshine and that has not been the case now some say it's because people are heading into air-conditioned places and air-conditioned places help culture the virus so I don't know but it didn't happen uh, Trump Biden battles continue and will until election and the polls have Biden slightly ahead although that didn't mean anything last time did it folks and some of the experts who said that uh, Trump won last time are still saying that he's going to win again in 2016. That's right. Don't get your hopes up or down, whatever. But anyways, um, thank you, President Trump. You're welcome. But anyways, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all over the place. Crime has gone up. Talking about defunding the police, which I don't believe in at all, folks. Have I had troubles with the police? Not really, no. Speeding tickets and you know, I used to get pissed because I'd I'd get go a few miles over the speeding limit and get a ticket. But I haven't had one for years because I just don't speed. But we <laughs> were you gonna call Ghostbusters on nine one one? It's ridiculous. Crime is bad enough with the police, but without them or them cut back, it'll be it'll be like Dodge City, like Deadwood. We need Wyatt Earp and and we'll need uh you know, Marshall Dillon. And the Marines and Billy the Kid and Doc Holliday. We'll need everybody. It still won't help. Crimes was the worst it was in 30 years in New York City. De Blasio. Oh, man. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, or you're from Mars. He is an idiot. He is a Class A number one. And how he got to be mayor, he must have made a deal with the devil. Because he's an idiot. And Como's okay. I like the governor. He's okay. I think he cares about people. Well, at least I did until he stuck people, sick people in nursing homes and killed off older people. Now, he didn't care about that, it seemed like. But you notice his parents weren't in there? No one cares about older people unless they're your grandparents, your parents. Then you care, right? I guess. I don't know. Iran's having some trouble, some fires. Isn't that nice? They're working with nukes, and they're having fires. Good combination. Kim Jong-un's been very quiet. That's right, I shot my mouth right now. But you wait till later, you... Oh, I can't say it. No, you can't. But anyways, uh, Kim Jong-un's been... The riots have kind of subsided a little bit, toppling of statues. Some people that top, toppled the statues actually had some land on them. And, uh, you know, you play with fire, you're going to get burnt. Uh, movies. I, w I do want to recommend one movie that I saw, and it's called uh, Greyhound with Tom Hanks, uh, famous from Saving Private Ryan and many other movies, who had COVID-19, I do believe, right? One of the first celebs to get it. He was in Italy or France shooting a movie, uh, but he's okay. They've taken the gun from Elmer Fudd. Oh, gracious, I don't have a gun, but, no, but they gave me dynamite. Yeah, they took away his gun and they gave him like cannons and dynamite and, and a, a uh, butcher knife and other material. So he can't use a shotgun, folks, but uh, he can use a cannon, dynamite, and uh, great big machetes. The, the humor, and I don't care, again, what you're Democrat, Republican, the humor, the politically correct crap is going to kill comedy. It pretty much has. A lot of comedians have retired or gotten done because they can't do the comedy they used to do. Because everybody's so offended. Oh, I'm offended. Oh. Sickening. Come on. 
Come on now. I'm Irish. I don't care if you make fun of the Irish, leprechauns, paddy wagon. Go for it. It's getting ridiculous. And people better be careful. Native Americans, be careful because kids won't ask questions. No statues, no warriors, no drum beats, no tomahawk chop. What, what, what was that? Because most kids really don't pay attention in history. Well, they don't pay attention in any class. That's why they make you take U.S. history so you know where you've come from and you know where you've been. You know, maybe you know where you're going as a country, as a people. But anyways, it's really getting sickening. I'm glad South Park is still around. It seems like you can get away with it if you're like puppets or a cartoon. You can do that kind of humor. But if you're like live on stage and you're, you're making ethnic jokes about yourself or something mild, you're in trouble. And, of course, with the shutdown of a lot of comedy clubs, a lot of comedians, including myself, haven't worked in months since this thing hit. Nope. Some some comedians that were making $100,000 a year are now making maybe twenty, maybe doing small shows, outdoor shows, and uh, shows on the radio, podcasts, and, and some, a lot of them are taking part-time jobs a lot to become taxi drivers, Uber drivers, delivery drivers. You know? I don't know. It's crazy. Politically correct. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, when I do my comedy, I try not to offend anyone. Of course, you're always going to offend somebody, I guess. I don't know. Because most of my material is I do voices. I do like Mike Tyson. Bill Cosby, I'm still in prison and there's no pudding here. You know, so I, I, that's my kind of humor. And, uh, you know, but uh, miss doing it. Uh, G-Man and I are working on a, on some show material. And, of course, my friend Freddie Stone and I were going to do kids shows. We were concentrating on that, either like a YouTube thing or try to get it to an agent. Of course, that's been sidelined because uh, well here in North Great Northeast the COVID-19 is kind of up and down but in northern part of Maine we have very few cases I think in the size of, of Connecticut and Rhode Island put together we have like two cases active cases two or three and uh, central Maine has maybe a dozen and southern Maine has the most it had two or three hundred at one time I don't know what it is now, maybe under 100, but um, I don't know. The weather's been up and down. It's been 98, then it'll be 38. I mean, I've got the windows shut, and it's the middle of July. So the weather's all over the place. We're having a drought, a bit of a drought here in uh, New England, especially northern Maine. Uh, the lowest rainfall in like 80 years in June. So, you know, June we need a lot of uh, rain to fill up the springs and the, the pumps and the, the uh, reservoirs and the lakes and the rivers and all that. And for vegetation and growth and the farmers and all that stuff you need water for. I mean, people bitch about the rain coming, you know, if it rains too much, but you do need it. Actually, even thunderstorms are good because uh, the oxidization of thunderstorms creates oxygen. And... Uh, so some of the lakes are really low and the rivers are low. Uh, the duck pond that I talk about uh, by my workout club, Jarvis and Holton, is uh, pretty good. They're, the ducks are doing okay. I, ha I have to laugh. They come up. They come up during the 
afternoon and they sit around and then it's like one of them decides, oh, it's time to get back in the pond and they march like, you know, soldiers. They get in line and march down the same path. They're adorable, those ducks. Quack, quack. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, so we need some water. We need some more rain. And we've been playing hoops outdoors. And again, if you're on Facebook, you can see actually pictures of uh, our gang, our hoops gang, playing basketball. Mark Chaplin, C-H-A-P-L-I-N, at Facebook. You can tell it's me from uh, Bangor, Maine. I have, uh, or Maine, and I have a basketball jersey on, and uh, Renegade Talk Radio is a, is a uh, employment place and stand-up comedian. Hello, like I say, nobody's doing much comedy, com- comedy work right now. People are doing podcasts and radio shows, and, like I'm doing right here. So, anyways, um, I don't know. I, I hope we get through this uh, COVID mess. Uh, schools are deciding whether to go back in or not, and hasn't been quite decided. Some schools are talking about having two sessions, like half the kids come one day and half the kids come the other day probably shortened days too and probably no extracurricular activities i don't know if they're going to have nfl i don't know the nba is talking about coming back at the end of the month i don't know how good that's going to be i just don't know teams are going to be missing some players because some some of the players russell rushbrook got the covid19 virus so i don't know it's amazing how these millionaires are getting the virus i mean they don't have to go anywhere they don't have to do anything most of them live in mansions or have two or three homes uh, the Lakers are, are kind of hurting because they're going to be missing Avery Bradley and uh, Rajon Rondo, I think, are both going to. Rajon had tore his hand or his finger, and he's going to be out for two months. And uh, Avery Bradley did something to his knee or something. So they're they're going to be missing those two guys. And that's going to be big because that means LeBron's going to have to handle the ball more. And Although I'm sure he's had a pretty good rest, it's still going to be tough for him to do that for the whole game. You know, he's not 20 anymore, not 30 anymore. What is he, 32, 33? You know, he's got three championships, same as Larry Bird. I don't see him really getting any more. If they don't win it this year, it's going to be tough because the Clippers are good and Milwaukee's good and the Celtics are pretty good. And t- Toronto's okay. Uh, Sixers are okay. I mean, you got a lot of teams that are pretty good. And with this, uh, the way they're playing it, no home court advantage. Some teams are going to be missing players, maybe key players. No crowd. So it's. Uh, I think it's an advantage for the Celtics, really, because Milwaukee had a great home crowd. They had a great home court advantage. They hardly lost any games at home. Same with Toronto. They are really tough at home. But now with no home court advantage, that kind of all goes away. And if the Celtics have everybody healthy and uh, they're playing well and everybody's coming back and looking good, then... Uh, Word is about uh, Gordon Hayward is he may not play if his, if he has his daughter if he's or daughter if he's having expecting a baby I don't know what it is I think he's got all daughters he wanted a son but so I don't know I think he's got two or three daughters so he wanted a son I don't know what's going on with there but we'll find out and we shall surely report it to you here on the Toxic Wise That Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas but I do my broadcasting from the Great Northeast New England where uh, it can be 98 during the day and 38 at night, just like uh, Las Vegas, just like the desert itself. 
kind of having desert weather here. But it's it, even though the hottest days when it was 98, 94, at night it got down into the 50s. So uh, this is again the Toxic Wise Ash Show. I'm your host Mark Chaplin, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. Well, the poor old <coughs> movie theaters are still closed. Most of them, at least in the Great Northeast here, and. What the drive-ins are thriving. The drive-ins, there's not many of them here. Uh, one in Bangor and one in Madawaska, way up north, and some in Portland, Saco. And they might put up a few new ones before the year is out because, uh, who knows, this virus doesn't seem to be slowing down. It's like a roller coaster ride. And like I said before, they said it was going to pretty much dissipate and all but go away in the summer months. And we're halfway through the summer, quite literally, and it is still here, Arizona, New York, places, um, Florida, um, California, still having a lot of cases. And of course, the uh, they're playing back to school commercials. I always hated that when I was on vacation and you'd see that back to school. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? The summer goes by like a fart in a hurricane, folks. It really does. Winter lasts forever, especially here in the Great Northeast. January is like three months long and cold and dark and depressing. You have to do a lot of things to uh, lift your spirits. Um, eat is one of them. <laughs> eat a lot of chocolate, a lot of hot chocolate. Stay warm and have as much fun as you can. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the bars once uh, October comes, and this, if they don't have a vaccine, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because um, right now they, they've talked about a vaccine. They still talk about one. But um, nothing, nothing for sure yet. And I've been watching some movies, the ones they have released on Netflix and other other um, sites and whatever and still the best movie really right now is probably uh, well it was good I wish it had lasted a little longer and I wish it had done some different things like with Greyhound with Tom Hanks about the World War II destroyer that sank uh, some Crouch German submarines sorry to my German friends for calling you Crouch but that's what they referred to you. And we mustn't be hasty because we have to remember that over 350,000 German-Americans descendants and of heritage served in the American Union Civil War. And then 300,000 of my people, Irish-Americans, served in the Civil War in the Union Army. And some did in the Confederate. And some Germans did in the Confederate. But moreover, almost three million soldiers in the North Union and about 875,000 in the South Confederacy. So we had about three times as much whatever they had. Ships, railroads, troops, guns, cannons. And it's hard to win a war of attrition, no matter how good you are. It's like fighting three grizzly bears with one bullet. But anyways, that's a history lesson. Um, uh, the movies have been coming out quite slow. There's another movie called Outpost, and it's based on a true story about in Afghanistan how some uh, army soldiers were left at an outpost, 
and were attacked by like seven or eight hundred uh, terrorists and uh, Taliban and um, how they fought it out. Very good movie and based on a true story even better. I give it an A plus and I give uh, um, I give uh, The Greyhound uh, about a B plus. I wish they'd have done a little bit more showing like the German side of things, the U-boat captains. The only thing you heard was, uh, and I, I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it, is you heard the Germans um, taunting the uh, the Americans with on the radio. This is the Grey Wolf. We are going to get you, Americans. And so that's basically all you heard. You, and of course, you saw the subs get shot and destroyed. And I, I was hoping they'd show some prisoners being taken. Of course, you don't get many prisoners when you sink to the bottom of the sea. But uh, they did rescue some. Um, and the Germans, of course, did rescue some of our soldiers and troops and sailors and commerce people. So, and sometimes there were some really bad, mean incidences where they shot the prisoners. And to be fair, the Americans did it a few times too. Not as much as the Germans did, but uh, a few times. Uh, that again is another history lesson in itself. But um, yeah, two good movies. Um, other than that, it's been kind of slow. Um, Netflix has put out some different ones. And if you really want to see some good... Uh, like, I'm into World War II, Holocaust movies, Nazi, um, Civil War. Go to Tubi, T-U-B-I, and uh, it's free. You may have to watch a commercial. It's free and it's legal, a legal site. And you can watch some really good movies. Some you may not see uh, domestically here. They're foreign. Uh, they also have... Um, um, captions so if it's a foreign movie but some of them are really good movies and they give you a good choice and I've watched a lot of movies and then of course there's always good old YouTube where you can watch comedians podcasts and you can watch some classic TV shows and some classic westerns and horror movies uh, for free and then there's some you can pay for for a small fee um, like two or three dollars to watch some uh, some of the more popular and more favorite uh, movies, especially movies. But it's been kind of slow. Hollywood's not cranking them out because, like I said, most of the indoor theaters are closed. And here's a, a question I have. The bars are open and the churches are open, but the movie theaters can't open? Really? Does that make sense? I know none of this makes any friggin' sense, this whole mess. And the rioting and the looting and the chaos. Yeah, I've been talking to my family, and I think, my God, I'm glad I lived when I did. I love this country. I'm a patriot. It's very sad. And I'm not political. I'm not a big fan of politicians. You know, my 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 motto and my, my uh, code is uh, when I go to a bar and they start talking about politics, I'll say, no congressman's son has ever died in battle. Have they served? Yes. Have they been wounded? Yes. Have they died? Yes, but not in battle. Not to my knowledge, not unless it's happened recently, but uh, no. And the political um, commercials are going to drive us all nuts in the signs. And on YouTube, every, every 10 seconds is a political commercial for somebody. And I really uh, don't like it. And 
and it's kind of spoils the summer, which has not been, you know, summer's been up and down. We're playing basketball. We're having fun. Uh, I told the kids, uh, mostly a lot of high school kids play, I play with in some college, and I said, this might be it for me. I, um, this might be my last year. I might retire. So I've been uh, kind of documenting, documenting my basketball on my Facebook page, which is Mark Chaplin, Bangor, Maine, um, on Facebook. And I've been putting pictures up, having them take action pictures of me playing so I can at least have some memories. But they don't want me to retire. They said, oh, no, you, you can play a year or two more. You can play more. They don't want me to retire. So that was kind of cool and neat. And so <clears throat> I'm going to keep trying to play. And with this new Voltaren cream, and I'm not getting paid by them. I should be because I'm, uh, you know, over 60 and I'm still playing basketball. And... Uh, and doing okay. This Voltaren cream, which used to be prescription, I think is made in Canada. You'll see it advertised. Uh, and it's unreal. It's $10 for a, a tube that'll last you probably a week for your knees and your elbows and your wrists and whatever. And it's like, I haven't had to use anything else, really. I haven't. Uh, it's unreal. You can use it three or four times a day. It dries quick. It has no bad smell, like medicine-y, harsh smell, uh, like... Um, you know, some of the other ones, so Icy Hot, it's, oh man, that, you can smell that 10 miles away. And it works okay, but not like this cream. This, everything else will fail by comparison. I, I ought to know, because I'm the one that's playing basketball two to three times a week. Full court, with guys 18 to 25 years old, mostly. And some my, close to my age, my cousins and stuff. But uh, it's really good. It's called Voltaren. And that's uh, pretty much, you got to go to the store, it's like the shelves, it's like literally like going off the shelves like it's something, you know, unreal. You're lucky if you can find some. And you, even if you order it on Amazon, it'll, most of the time it'll stay out of stock. So if you see some, buy as much as you can because it's getting hard to get. Voltarian, Voltaren cream. You'll see it advertised. I had been waiting quite a while because I heard it was coming out. Right after Christmas, they started uh, Walgreens and Walmart and, and some, especially Walgreens, started advertising Voltaren cream. And I'd heard about it because people were buying it in Canada and you couldn't bring it across because it was prescription here, but not there. And so they finally got it legalized and over the counter here and they kept advertising. And I'd see it like, you know, March and April, and they said, come come May, it's going to be available over the counter, and it's going to be very effective, it works, you know, many miracles. Now, I don't feel 18 again, of course not, but it's pretty damn good. I, I'm really not sure I can be able to continue to play basketball and, uh, and, do, and do as well as I'm doing and uh, without this cream. Because all the aspirin and codeine pills and icy hots and whatever else, uh, lidocaine uh, patches, pain patches, they fail in comparison to this cream. They really do. And like I say, it goes on easy. It has no harsh smell, and it dries pretty quick. And it works. And you can use it like three or four times a day if you have to. So uh, I don't... Th I definitely... Well, I'm sure I wouldn't even be able to play this season, this summer. And it's been beautiful. We had some beautiful nights. Like, my idea of heaven is partially, like, besides, you know, all the other things you expect, is 
you playing basketball uh, as it's starting to get dark on a night that's about 72 or 73 degrees with your friends. You're working up a good sweat. This is beautiful. Nice little breeze out. Sky. We had a rainbow the other night right behind us. So that's that's it. But it's uh, I'm getting very sentimental. But anyways, the uh, elections are coming up. We're going to have to talk about that. And like I said, the summer's just about, I guess, technically half over. And very sad, because I do love the summer. Although I'm not crazy about the bugs and the humidity and some of the other things. But um, hopefully the rioting calms down and we can get uh, back to business and make sure we have equal justice and... Uh, happiness for as many people as you can. I mean, this isn't utopia. This is not the perfect place. This, this country has had to learn in its over 240-something years of existence. It, it, we're, a, we're one of the youngest countries in the world. So we, ha we have to evolve. We have to grow. And that's what it's, uh, you know, that's part of it. If you're expecting a perfect day from everything, every day, all the time, then you're, you're not living in what we call the real world. So, and comedy gigs, or a lot of comedians are, like I said, stuck doing, driving Ubers and taxis and delivering pizzas and whatever they can do because, you know, some comedians, I mean, I did okay. And I just mostly opened and middled and hosted. And some of these comedians are making thousands and thousands of show and they're getting, you know, canceled right and left. Some were going to come back and then all of a sudden this uh, this, you know, pandemic started coming back again. So again, I don't understand how the bars can be open in the churches, but you can't go to a movie theater or a comedy club. I baffles my mind. My my good friend uh, Nick uh, who owns uh, Nick Provo um, Entertainment in New Jersey is a great guy. So if you're doing any special features, weddings, comedy shows, you can still book through him. And I'll have more about that on my next show for sure about Nick. Um, I'm going to do a whole segment. I'm going to try to interview him if I can. Then uh, get a hold of Nick at NC Entertainment, New Jersey, 1-800-200-6259. That's one 800 200 6259. Find him on Facebook. There's a nice picture of him. He's a great guy. Nick NC Entertainment in New Jersey. DJs, bands, uh, festivals, celebrities, hypnosis, comedians, um, dancers, all kinds of different things. Special shows, weddings, DJs, all, like, all that. And I'm, I'm going to try to interview him because he's a good buddy of mine. And so. Um, well, that's about it. That's all, folks. Uh, this is going to do it for the Toxic Wise Ass Show. For this, uh, and I again dedicate this show to my friend Barry Carmichael, Big Barry, Dingleberry. No, he's not a Dingleberry. That's awful. My friend Barry, as we used to call him, Dingle. But anyways, uh, dedicating this show to him. He's been wanting me to dedicate a show to him, so this is it. Have you ever had a more feeling that this song is appropriate than it is right now? They're coming to take me away with what's going on with the pandemic and the riots and the unrest and the chaos. Oh, I hope things calm down. 
As uh, somebody once said, why can't we all just get along? I think we can. It'll take. You know, it's a growing process, and there's bumps, there's roller coaster ride, but hopefully we get rid of this uh, COVID-19 as quick as we can, and there's a vaccine out for everybody. So stay safe, my friends. Thanks for listening to the Toxic Wise I Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for tuning in. Again, they are coming to take me away. They're outside now. i got to get ready. You know you laughed, I heard you laugh You laughed, you laughed and laughed and then you left But now you know I'm utterly mad And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds And basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes And they're coming to take me away My kind, unselfish, loving SPCA, you mangy mutt. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away.